I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 77 of Swedish Football Mafia. Uh, on behalf of Swedish Football Mafia, we're going to start a bit serious, a little bit serious. Uh, just thoughts to everybody in Paris and everything. The Swedish Football Mafia fucking hate war and we hate destruction. So we just wanted to say that. Um, and that was it. Um, but we're going to talk football. Uh, this is the first podcast this week. We're going to do one on Thursday as well. So we'll have the, the Premier League preview. We'll so, get back into that. Um, yeah. I mean, it's pretty, pretty obvious, though, when we talk about serious note, that, that these terrorists are not interested in football because football is the modern-day substitution for war. Yep. If mm-hmm. you want to go out and fight, you do it in the field. You don't like your, your the other country, you go on the field and do it. You can have a war and destruction, but only in football terms. So all the rest of you, fucking ISIS, hope that Putin will do one thing right in his life and fucking ram you over. Okay. <laughs> so well, there we go. Political so no. the way. Yeah. And they might take Blatter with them. Adult fucky. Um, but, yeah, I mean... Well, the fact that it happened, part of one of the targets was the football yeah. match, you know, brings it home to the people that were at the football match will have been from all all cultures. It's, it's just, just an attack it's, on. It's, it's, it's a frightening thing when you think about it. That it ha- and I, I sometimes think like the negative part of it that I'm kind of happy and amazed at the same time that more devastating things don't happen. Yeah. I mean, considering they must be so easy for these people. I mean, I understand that there are people working to getting them, and, you know, bombs and stuff like that. But it, 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 it can't be. It must be so easy. I mean, for these people, if, if you have the equipment, you would think so. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like when we do this uh, now, we started this year at SVT. Yeah. Can, can, you, can you understand that we'll be living in a bubble, Sweden, for so long that? For all the years I've done these shows, whatever it is, a couple of good guests come sometimes, especially Skavlan. Last year we had a little checkup routine uh, on the people working because it was the FN. Oh, security. Yeah, security yeah. because the FN, yeah. FN boss, was the chief of FN United was there. Nations, yeah. yeah, United Nations was there. And uh, so they had a little, but not much. Uh, this year, Kofi Annan was there. And then they had like a, a complete uh, security check, the bags and everything. And after that, they start doing it. And people were first like, oh, this takes a long time. But 
if you think about it, like high-profile guests come in there, mm. no checkup at all, mm. just go straight in. I mean, nothing, literally nothing. Not even like a just check them on on the on clothes and yeah. you can go in there with anything. So I mean, you, when you think about, it, it's quite frightening. Like somebody doing in, outside a football game. Mm. Well, also, yeah, like venues for like music and things like that. Well, we had the, the U two thing that, that highlighted that they were having problems. Well, that was stupid. I mean, was, for people who doesn't know, the one of the U two concert in Stockholm the, was was uh, cancelled oh cancelled for that night because the reaction to that wasn't the reaction to the because someone made a mistake let someone through the reaction to that wasn't ah it'll be alright it was a serious get you know and and we're talking tens of thousands of people get get them out and and stop a concert so they do take it yeah but I'm just saying what happened for people don't know is that the cop came there a civil undercover cop uh, undercover yeah. cop was civilian or whatever but he had a gun with him he didn't lose yeah. and then he went to a guard they found like, it in the check and he's like yeah but I- I'm a police officer so it's fine and they said alright let him in when they re- let him in realised that that might not have been so clever because he could be a psychopath he could be a wrong badge he could be a thief whatever so they had to cancel the entire bloody concert because there was yeah. a man um, with a gun in there but but this is the thing I'm, I think now people are getting more and more you know frightened but uh, we can't get too frightened either because that means. No, I mean we had because on the the I, I went to the Sweden Denmark match and <clears throat> you know I I was taking my son and he said I have to say I'm a little bit nervous and it's horrible as a father to to say to explain to I mean he's 16 he's not you know like a, a little kid but he he was genuinely I said look for for, know, for the aggressiveness for, well for the, for the the fact that it was. Uh, they were having this match, and this had just happened, and mm. and Denmark, oh, you mean, know, Denmark uh, have not, have been targeted yeah. in the past, and you know, so it wasn't unfounded. But I just said, look, we, we you know, there's security at the stadium. We we just have to get on with. I mean, what I was we're in, doing. I but was it's, in. It's easier said than done. I was in London when the the July seventh thing happened, and I was doing warm up for Nigella Lawson. Um, not literally warming her up. Um, <laughs> wouldn't mind that job. Um, awkward, but I. Um, I did your the, wife. And then it was the the you know the bombs went off uh, on the on the underground in the bus, and the guy the producer came up and he said, "There's there's been a bomb," and everyone had turned their phones off. They all had to turn their phones off in the studio. Nobody knew. Eh? And somebody knew, and he goes, "So you're gonna have to. I'm gonna announce that this has happened, and then we'll give them five minutes." And then let them make phone calls. Mm. And I said, well, don't freak them out. Don't scare them. And honestly, he went on and went, London is under attack. Like that. Fuck. People were like, well, what the hell? And people were like leaving. People were grabbing their bags, of jackets. Well, you think you know. so, there, so I agree. There is a certain amount of like um, common sense, you know, um, go to keep going to football, keep going to watch games and pubs. I mean, that's what all, all people say. I mean, to be honest, what what these people want to create is this: is that we are afraid, chaos. Yeah. chaos. We start doing rules to, that that separates people even more. I mean, that's the thing. This is it's it's highly tragical. Uh, all of these attacks, whenever it, it occurs, but to be honest, it's just that's the way it is. And I mean, it's been far more dangerous to live in any other time, and. It's just we used in a car. It's it, it's risk for accident. This is unfortunately the reality of our life. That every four, four every three, four years, a couple of hundred people seems to perish yeah. now. And, and it's, uh, but to set it in perspective, I'm not I'm not trying to to, to belittle, make this no. belittle this at all. But uh, if you if you're worried all the time when you go out that something's going to happen, 
uh, I don't want to belittle it, but at least look at the fact that maybe the amount of people that actually dies and get, you know, is percentually not that it's amazingly zero, 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 I mean, I mean, I mean, zero, uh, uh, yeah, I mean yeah, it's yeah. like playing crash I mean if, if you really believe if you can't be afraid to go to football games or cinema then you should be equally afraid of going to playing uh, uh, or getting in a playing as well but I do like the way that sport can bring people together you know um, you know we've seen that with the England France game will go ahead at Wembley that'll be tonight um, and there's even talk that the, I mean, the tabloids are printing the French national anthem mm. so that English fans can yeah, can I, learn it. I really it, hope, I really know? hope that they make it and, and show, you know. Even Rooney fun. saying if, we're 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 you know we're solid, we're we're behind yeah. this, you know. Uh, I think it. I mean, I hope the the response is good in in the stadium, and and I think it will be. And and we're just sending a message saying, you're not gonna fucking stop us and, yeah. and also you're not going to make us uh, think of the people we know yeah, yeah. already as, as as any different there was a security guard as well I want uh, to mention you, you said that who said you said the Rooney said that he was behind behind you yeah yeah the whole the whole solidarity thing yeah. you know like, I mean the only one you don't want to say that is John Terry because you know when Bridge Experienced yeah. that firsthand. Behind, he wasn't. I didn't say he was behind me, but there was <laughs> a guy. He was behind. There was a he guy was behind called, Bridges' wife, ex-wife, wasn't he? Well, he was in front as well. He was doing a lot of that oh. during John Terry's. Oh, you did in front. So you, to- you just you just made this to uh, totally a the, suction job. The only time we've tried to be serious. In I think I think into, there is a somber. Into- I think there is a somber mood. Uh, but I felt happy. I felt on Saturday I went out in Uppsala did a gig and I sort of started it by saying well, we need to be here you know this is one person said I don't you're shit but, um, but <laughs> that we was did. your wife uh, <laughs> she's not coming again um, I, 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 she's I'm never just, came ah. okay but um, <laughs> one one thing, one last serious thing. Oh, he really? No, no, no. We'll, we'll go. We'll go a bit more serious. Um, the 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 security guy at um, the France at the France Germany game. A guy called Zuhir Zuhir, Muslim, stopped like hundreds, probably thousands of people dying by you know getting the guy out with the vest and and the belt and stuff. So, um, I for me it was like. Every time I've been to a football match, I've probably not given a shit about a steward. Yeah. You know, they probably don't get fuck all money. You know, yeah. um, so if you go to a match, you know, don't and you're be delayed. You're waiting in a queue because everyone's getting patted down and that yeah. sort of thing. And that don't be an asshole. No. So you went to Sveria, Denmark. Yes. Was there a minute silence? There was. It almost made it the whole time, and there wasn't any sort of disrespectful stuff. There was. A drunk bloke. You could hear it clearly. I mean, we're, yeah. we're talking a 50,000 capacity Here's stadium. my thing. I still think it should be a round of applause. Yeah, I think, I think round of applause. Yeah. You're just sort of because building. it's... I it, really like that when they changed that couple Yeah, of me yeah, too. I don't know why. Because uh, really, someone really shouted, really. I love you, Zlatan. It yeah. was, it, I mean, he was probably drunk. He was probably just, you know, having a laugh. But, but it, yeah, it, it we, sort of... It, but it, that's it what you eliminate when you do the Yeah, yeah. There's no way somebody can be drunk to Come on. Yeah, but you know, in in this sense, I can imagine. 
I mean, the problem here is that it was an attack, kind of, you need to, uh, it's nothing really to applaud. When somebody dies, I think it's really nice when they applaud. It's like, give me repressed respect. That yeah, it's, it's hard to do. Seven it's hard to yeah. do. I think it's hard to do it when something like this happens. Yeah. Like, we salute you people who sacrificed your life for the terrorist attack. I mean, you can't do that either. Yeah. So, so I think that's maybe why I do that. But I do agree anyways, in any sense, I always prefer the applauding uh, yeah, I, I mean the Remembrance Day was great in, in the Premier League every game had that yeah. it was just brilliant just really nice atmosphere I like that so you went um, Sweden it was, it was, it was an odd, it was missed, an odd op- thing. missed opportunity for d- Sweden d- d- yeah not, not fully yeah, but, but Demma Bentner missed a lot yeah, of yeah, goal yeah, chances man I, it was a weird it was a weird experience because the only time I've been to Friends Arena uh, I've seen uh, Sweden play once before but I was right up in the we, we were in quite a, a quiet area. It was against Russia. It was a horrible game. There wasn't really much atmosphere. There wasn't as much riding on it. But this one was a real big one. And it was weird seeing the difference in the fans to the like the AIK fans. Yeah. Uh, was not, there a not, good atmosphere? Yeah, it was all right. It, it goes was, a bit the, Dane, the Danes were actually... I feel it goes better. quite flat there, yeah, actually. It, it was but a, it's always better going away... But, Following a team, yeah, it's like a deal when he went to Blackpool via Los Angeles. Yeah, you know? I think that. But when we went to Portugal, game, that was a good. Body. It was, yeah, yeah. yeah it was really come, it, it, but then it we had be. the drunkest fan with us, Mickey. Yeah, who was absolutely smashed. Yeah, he was Mickey. fucking pretty. Yeah, Mickey, he was Mickey so Perry. drunk yeah. that everybody around us were like, "Thank goodness we're not with him." The only and really drunk people near us in the Sweden section were Danes. There was, oh, there was Mickey, a huge. Mickey bunch. had like when I came, you you've been drinking for two hours. Not you, but they, he's been drinking for two hours. I came there. We had like five whiskeys, a couple <laughs> yeah. of beers. He was fucking smashed. He, he, he couldn't know. But I, I know that he was uh, in the video. He said, "Come on, Slatan, come on." And he's trying to say something, yeah. and he messes the fucking words up completely. I think he says something like, "Come on, you big bastard." No, anyway. yeah. He said something like. He's gonna score it, but he said it like wrong player yeah, or something. Yeah. It was like so weird. You could get it on camera when he's sitting there, a rambling fool. He's thinking like I'm talking. Yeah, like, it's, it's a shame it wasn't the second match because I think because it was sort of like it's half time. That always kills the atmosphere a little bit because you, you. But they 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 had it two nil, and they didn't really. They neither like fully attacked and went for the third, but they also didn't pull back enough. It was it, they they were. They just sort of kept on going the same way, and it was they should have helped. They should have been able to hold on for Denmark weren't that dangerous, and they, they Forsberg, really threw that away. I mean, Forsberg got his real international break, yeah, uh, because he was brilliant. he was great. He was great. What um, what do you think about tonight then? It just could go anywhere. I, I'd like to if they if they start the same way they started uh, on Saturday, then I think they'll do it. They, they played really. So we didn't good. have to score. Yeah, Sweden have no, to go out. Nil, nil, no, no, oh, but they have to go in with the mentality yeah. of the problem scoring. is the problem is that game. If it's nil nil in the eighty fifth minute, eighty fourth minute, oh, it's, then it's, it's fucking be nerves. Because and that's why goal, they have to go for a goal. They're actually pretty good going forward. Yeah, but I think it's complete nonsense to start the game with trying to score a goal. I think they just frustrate Denmark as long as they can. Yeah, and then Denmark's going to open up, and they haven't got that solid team. Anyway, so I think if if we open them up, we can score. I mean, we should play the fucking. If we would have had the old Sweden here, we would have just nullified this game yeah. or one one nil. And now it's always that burden that we can concede a goal at any fucking giving. Yeah, but I mean, but that's I'm like that with Huddersfield Town. They can be three well, one thing, up. This ain't Huddersfield. 
This yeah, is no. Sweden For 30 years We've been the most solid team yeah. And now you feel like Any fucking given moment We can you get can a goal concede, yeah. Corner Free kick yeah, Counter attack yeah. Our corner well, when, I say, when I say set up to attack I don't mean all out attack What I mean is if if it's still nil nil, they shouldn't be taking off. They need to be able to score at all points in the match. They can't be taking off uh, attacking players. Well, we only have those kind of players. We don't have players who can. I, I think just just go to a game, keep it nil nil as far as long as possible, and that will frustrate Denmark. Would it be a good or a bad? I mean, sometimes they say it's a good thing that you don't qualify. No, no. Bullshit. I think last time they didn't. So um, it would be horrible. Listen, we, we can't just not horrible. It would. I'd, it would be. It ruins it. No, for me. I'd say if you're a Dutch fan, that's horrible. Yeah, that's, that's com- disastrous. That's, that's, that's confusing. By the way, can we, we, can we mention that we still can't get over the fact that Holland haven't. Qualified. Especially when you look at the it's group, insane. I'm pretty over it, Ben. I'm not. Not like you got Czech Republic, Iceland. You, you, oh, you support really... Holland as well. You support Germany, yeah. Sweden, <laughs> England, Holland, Finland, Did Norway, Uzbekistan. Was the, it? The now Mackay, Russia, uh, because we talk about the ISIS. The stuff. Van der Mackay uh, family history. It's big Van mass- der Mackay? Yeah, massive Dutch. Louis Van der Mackay. Louis Van der Mackay, my great. His name is like Alicia great, great or grand. something. What's his name, Louis' real name? His name is all fucked up. I wish it. Who? Yeah, uh, Louis van Gaal. His He's name. called Aloysius. His real name is something like that. That's like a well-Catholic name. No? I'll, 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 try, I'll try to Google the one. So then uh, the earlier game before that was Ukraine versus Slovenia. Um, Ukraine, who had failed playoff-wise for five, I think, five times they'd gone to the playoffs. Yeah, the first time was against Slovenia. Yeah, um, and they, they came away with a 2-0. And they, they hadn't had good home form either. Um, but they came home 2-0, looked pretty solid. Uh, probably will hold on to that tonight. Against I've got Slovenia. lots of friends in Don't, Ukraine now. We have a the company I work at has an office there, and they'll be delighted. I'm I'm pleased for them. I don't know any Slovenians. <laughs> Seizure! What a weird. What, the fuck what a there? weird. I thought there's going to be some like you know. This happens to me way too often, and we are, when that happens to me, I look at somebody else. It's definitely normal no, thing to say. This is what happened. That happened to me not long yeah. ago. We were standing outside a gig, and yeah. there comes a guy, dude, right? And we were standing three comics outside. Yeah. I'm the darkest one of the comics, the two ethnic and Swedish guys. And this guy, he literally looks at all three of us. And then he, like, takes a step to the right, because I'm more to the right, and goes to me and said, do you know where the Moroccan restaurant is on the street? <laughs> and that was su- such a thing like that. Oh, you're from, oh, you're from Pakistan. I, I know a guy. No, I, I, they... I know a guy named Raju. All right, good for you. <laughs> fuck Raju. What the fuck? I don't know it. No, I thought there's going to be someone like link to this, like no, no, no. the Ukraine and I. Why know do that... you think that it's James? No, but I thought there's going to be some like, like that. You're, since you're really, this, over, you know, we've you're had... really overestimating me. I can't believe you're doing that. You I mean, know me well. Links. He has nothing to do with links. It's not simple. like he's Zelda. Are you on LinkedIn? And, and, I am. Yes. Anybody got that? Are you on LinkedIn? No. What's that? What? Yeah. Exactly. Professional Facebook, mate. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm a pro. Well, you don't need it. I do. Nobody got that Zelda joke. No. Right. No, I didn't. We don't play Zelda. Um. No, not now. But you used to. I didn't. Younger. No, I was a. Oh, you always been old. Sega. Sorry. I was a Sega boy. Never went onto Nintendo. I've got a Wii at home. And the only reason we got. Uh, Why don't you game, flush it? There's. A, <laughs> The only reason we got the Zelda game was because it had a, a bug in it. Oh, my God. I don't believe they got what a What a dad joke. What a, that was a good dad joke. I'm going to wee you. And home. I'm the one getting... Oh, shit. Why can't you wee here? Why do we wee at home all the time? It's not that bad. Just take a treat. Um, I smelt in there. 
The third game was uh, Norway. By the way, the only funny thing of Ukraine, I do have... A, the only reason I remember that Slovenia beat Ukraine is because uh, they had a player called Milenko Asimovic in Slovenia. He came in and he scored the winner there. And shortly... And before he scored the winner there, Tottenham have secured his uh, uh, signature. And it was Glenn Hoddle who was manager. Glenn Hoddle's exact words were that... that this could be like the new, not Hoddle, I think he said Waddle or something, some huge player. Yeah. It could be. And the only thing he amassed to do, Milinko Simovic, and his first career was score a couple of goals in reserves. Yeah. And then uh, he didn't score in the first team, but he did miss a shot from literally five inches away from goal. <laughs> really? Which he so shot. Hard. How do you he measure skied, five inches? He skied over. Well, I just take one six to my cock and then I just put yeah. there. Uh, yeah, it skied right over the bar, and that's all the people remember from Milenka. It was one of those ones it was harder to miss. Yeah, but it was one of those players that that was, you know, good technical kind of. Yeah. In a really low tempo league, he would do all right. He couldn't do it in a Premiership. So what? He went who, to who least... was Slovenia's big players then. They I don't, don't have any now. Yeah. Don't I have too many? I, I'm. I'm just trying to. I, I I sort of don't have any real. I think the opening up them. of the European Championships helped a side like Slovenia. Yeah. Um, but they've done all right, though. They have qualified. But I mean, should, it helps everybody yeah, <laughs> except yeah. for Holland, apparently. Yeah. Um, then the the next game was uh, Norway Hungary, I think. Um, or it doesn't really matter. But we'll we'll talk Norway Hungary. You watch that? Yeah, the first game where when Norway. Had at home, I think they were a little hard done. They they hit the bar. They I think twice. Uh, they should have scored at least get a one one draw into the at least. But when you lose one nil at home, that's a terrible result. I mean, really yeah. a terrible result uh, because it's, it's put so much pressure on. And then Hungary scored one nil quite early. Yeah. Uh, in the second half, and it looked good. I think Thomas Priskin, the striker, looked all right. Uh, Jujak is a good player. I said before, he's one of the more dangerous players. So I think they deservedly won. They controlled yeah. both ties, especially after going 1 0 up uh, in the home team. Then they went 2 0 up and the game was basically over. Norway yeah. came back one goal. But, so you, you don't know. want me to tell, me, tell you that I've got a Hungarian mate who I'm very pleased for as well? No. Hey, you can say that. You can say uh, that. Laszlo, well done. Laszlo? Our Laszlo, the one no, we not, know. Not Laszlo, no. Actually, he works. He works for the company, and I. But you say Laszlo, and then we all yeah, say no, no, Laszlo. No. So I'm just it's, saying it to. I'm not saying it to you because you weren't interested. I'm saying it to the microphone, Laszlo. He knows. Uh, but I, I, funny, mixed I met him up. I with met the a guy yesterday. I met a guy yesterday. Actually, done the comedy. Do you remember his name? His name is Laszlo. Laszlo. That's fucking creative. That's mm-hmm. fine. I mean, when you're a parent and you have a uh, and your last name is Laszlo and you give your son the name Laszlo, his name is going to be Laszlo. James, Laszlo. James. I mean, isn't it like Neville Neville? Gary Neville's film. Yeah, Neville. Yeah, it was Neville. Their dad Neville. was called Neville Neville. Neville Neville. Yeah. His dad. Yeah, yeah. genuinely Neville Neville. That's his name, Neville Neville. What? Neville Neville. Gary. Yeah. Ne- yeah, yeah. The Gary. only time I've heard that cool is that is a winner of the American Idol. His name was Philip Phillips. That sounds Philip all right, Phillips. Philip Phillips. Well, you know, but we had a chef work in a restaurant before. This is amazing. His name was René, right? Okay, René. He was the fourth generation René. So his great-great-great-granddad, like 100 years ago, decided that his son is going to be René Jr. All right. Yeah. So that guy got a son. He named him René Jr. So, and this has been going on. So uh, René worked for us. His son, oldest son. 
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It was named Rene Jr., so it's called Rene Jr. So there was four generations of Rene. The trouble is that his brother was quite a... Uh, he was always troubled by this, that he had the Rene name. Yeah. His name was Claudio, and he couldn't take it. So he started his own kind of tradition. So he named his son... Claudio, their their daughter and uh, their sister were named Claudia. So one of these guys has a daughter that's also named Claudia. Yeah. The grandmother was named Claudia. So the family fucking dinner is Rene, Rene, Claudia, 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 Claudia. What the fuck, man? Get some, get some imagination. Is it going to rain in here? or Is it going to be Claudia? Yeah, I mean, no. I mean, I mean Very good. But, that was good. But don't you like when people have names uh, like? All well, children has the same first letter. We had a... Um, yeah, we didn't do all that. All of mine are called James. All my kids. My daughter loves being called that. All your kids are called retarded. Or the sus- kid of a retarded. Um, we had... Uh, there was a girl at our school whose family were Dutch and they came to New Zealand. They were known as Van der Vimp. And, <laughs> no, Van der Vimp, right? But they panicked because the Dutch, when they came to New Zealand, they got a bit of hassle, so they changed their name to Wimp instead of Van der Vimp. And oh, they, they, she was known, God. yeah, she's Wimp. That's they just thought that re- was better. Yeah, it's a really bad change. Oh, my, my brother's friend, she went to America, uh, moved to America for a while. Her name, his name was Muron, and that's Moron in English, of yeah. course. So she couldn't stand it after a year. It was just Moron, Moron. She changed it to Gold. So it's just gold, just gold. But I mean, a, come on, money was fucky, man. There, that there's, was a classic, there's a classic, because there's a, a Gaelic name called Enda, but that means only in Swedish, and there's uh, a surname is Horan. Uh, Enda Horan is, is, was a shop name, and this was this sort of viral picture, because it means the only prostitute. Yeah, but uh, that's, exactly the same, genuine... that's the exactly same thing. Uh, you have worked at, my friend who worked in an airplane company, what do you call it, the booking uh, travel agency? Yeah. And he got a name in once, and it said uh, his name is Hora surname. Yeah, A H O R A Hora. He was from Slovakia or something. Yeah. Hora. He was like, "What the fuck?" And it was G Hora. So, and then the full name came when he was going to pick up the tickets, and his first name was Yiri. 
And in Swedish, giri hora. That's literally greedy cunt. I mean, greedy whore. A gre- greedy prostitute. Literally, I mean, you translate a giri hora. That's a greedy whore. Yeah, a greedy prostitute. And he was like, this can't be true. And he, he called me straight away because he knew that we had fucked up names when we grew up yeah. with fucky and butt and everything. And he said, the giri hora. I was like, you made my fucking day. Somebody <laughs> yeah, has a worse name than I have in Sweden. I mean, giri hora. You should change your name pretty darn British Army did a, a, a drive, a, an online drive to get people to do uh, like more exercise, and they they set up this website called Get Fitter, which was but they spelt it in a cool way, you know, yeah. not F I T T E R. It, it was G E T F I T T A dot co dot uk, which means goats funny, literally, and and the Swedes just sort of went. Oh, same thing with, uh, but I do Sweden. They have a funny thing though. Sometimes it could come a movie in English, yeah, right? and, and they it, translate to a Swedish name. Fine, okay, all right, fine. People do that, but sometimes they translate an English name to another English name, mental. which is unbelievable. They've not mental. done it as, as often. They used no, to do it all, they used to do the, all time. the time. I in the not Now they kind of stopped a little bit. Uh, the Fish and a Whale was a movie or something. It's in Sweden, it's like transgression. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, what, the, what the fuck just happened there? I mean, I mean, I can understand certain things. The car from Japan came Honda. Yeah. They released one. The James the- Mackay story, Seizure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Honda Fitta was a car yeah. that came. I mean, of That's course that good. doesn't work in Sweden. I yeah. mean, the you conversation. Yeah, yeah, I mean, have you... Uh, oh. I've got a great fitta. I mean, it's huge. You think it's much bigger than... It's I'll really put, roomy. I'll put the whole family in that fitta, man. How yeah. much are you going to charge me to fix my fitta? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that would be awkward, of course. Yes. I've got an uh, example of translation, which is sick. Okay. Yeah. The chocolate in England called Twix, right? Yeah. And in Sweden, it's called Twix as well. When we grew up, it wasn't Twix. I used to go to England. I was like, what the fuck is this? What is, why is it called Twix? Twix? Because in Sweden, it was called Raider. R A I D E R, but in Sweden nobody say Raider, say Raider. So in Sweden, when we grew up, it was Raider. You eat a Raider, and I wonder why the fuck did you? Have, when you have a conversation, you're sitting there, six people like, yeah, we're gonna do this chocolate via Marabou or something. So what's it called Twix? Twix? Ah, that sounds like two immigrant penises hitting each other. We can't do that. Do something else. Raider. That sounds fucking great. I mean, where is the conversation going? Yeah, two two immigrant penises That's hitting together. Brilliant. Yeah. But can you imagine... Yeah, but what uh, else could be offensive with Twix? I mean, it must be... A, like Bono, that, that's a slang in South of Borlaine, and that means, you know, ah, oh, oh, that means, you know, hola, but in a different way. Twix, yeah. we kind of... I mean, what does Twix exactly. mean? It's and, Twix. Well, it's just... Well, Twix. I mean, I understand fitta. I yeah. understand fan and... Twix. Uh, yeah, but Twix. Come but on. Imagine, uh, like, Bono's doing a gig in Stockholm, and he goes mental, because he's going, where's my rider? And then someone comes in with a massive box of fucking Twix. <laughs> Actually, he said, where's my Twix? And somebody comes with a rider. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. Seizure. No, what was well, he rider? He's never a rider. A rider. A rider is what you get at a gig. A gig. Oh, all right. Back, back, backstage rider. It's called a rider. It's what you have when in your dressing room when you do a gig. What's that? Right. It's called R I D E R. It's your rider. Like bands. It's like, your, um, your beers. Your. All right. That's called rider. Yeah. And was it like? Uh, I just call it free stuff. Free stuff. Free shit <laughs> for your free, bag. Free shit. No, what's his name? Um, Didn't one of the bands do uh, Blue M&M's? That was the famous one. Motley Crue, I think. They wanted a whole... They only wanted Blue blue M&M. What what kind of a sick thing is that to do? It's like, you've seen Spinal Tap when he's moaning about the size of the bread. Backstage, he's got these tiny yeah. little bits of bread, and he's going, I can't work with this. That's what they're like. My rider uh, was two Red Bulls and two Bananas, 
and it was like Two I was asking. Yeah, and I was. It was like I was asking for a midget painted blue <laughs> who could who could sing the national anthems of Backwards. East European countries. Yeah. It was ridiculous. They were like, "You do you really wanted a banana?" Yeah, I did. Yeah, did yeah. you hear my reaction? That was fuck is weird reaction. I mean, weird thing to say. It's like, yeah, I would like to. I'm mean, usually it's like, yeah, a bottle of Jack Daniels. Not weird. I'll have a bottle of, bottle of Jack Daniels, dust some waters, just throw it in with maybe a rider, and then I'll have a fucking banana. Don't don't forget the condom. And some Red Bull. Um, so then, um, uh, Bosnia Island. Uh, Island went to Bosnia. They went one nil up in the fog, actually, uh, and it was. Um, a, a, a Rob Brady, who's now at Norwich, um, scored the goal, and then they equalised. Um, one all, like eighty fourth, eighty six. Ridiculous weather. It was the fog. It was it was absolutely stupid. Then they went back to Ireland, and they they had the game last night, and I watched it. And I mean, I like football. <laughs> Ireland don't really play football. They've got a lot of heart. But boy, fucking creaky dinky! Uh, they just got to the left back or the right back, and he just absolutely <laughs> wellied it. Right, there was just no midfield, um, and they had who they have? They had Walters up front, and and there was just elbows everywhere. They they went one nil up on a really dodgy penalty. It came off um, the defenders. It, it he sort of flipped it over and then hit it across. It definitely moved. But it, it was a, it, and he moved. He had his hands behind his back, yeah. like, and it hit his hand. Really harsh penalty. Weirdly, the referee wasn't quite sure. Looked at the the official, the fifth official, and he gave the thumbs up penalty. Um, so that and that was kind of a weird time. About thirty minutes in, yeah. and then uh, half time they brought on um, the guy who plays for Everton. Is it Ketik, uh, the Bosnian? Um, Kittich, I think they brought him on, who had been banned for three. Bessage. Is it Bessage? Yeah. But who had been banned for three games for throwing chewing gum? He spat chewing gum at an Andorra player. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, so I didn't know um, that. I didn't and he was quite surprised. It was apparently quite surprising. He wasn't in the starting lineup. They looked like they were going to get something back, quite dominant. And then uh, Walter scored a second. Uh, Long should have got a third, and Ireland got through Bosnia. Were the better side. It was. It reminded me a bit of watching Sweden, Austria, not in this campaign, the one before. And I thought Austria was really good footballing side, all the possession, um, but Sweden got away with the win, and I, it felt a bit like that. Um, but quite nice for Martin O'Neill and Roy Keane. You know, um, quite a funny scene at the end. They must have some kind of team kit guy for Ireland or some character you know he's like a little old irish little leprechaun dude and there was photos afterwards he was in a superman outfit so he's obviously a wee bit he's yeah he's just one of those mental guys you know and uh there was a bit when they were walking around and he tried to give a t-shirt saying we're going to france to roy Keane," and Keane was just having none of it man <laughs> Keane just pushed him away what? it was like proper asshole Keane, you know like fucking fuck cut. up with that so um but isn't it funny that in everyday life when people are like this think oh that guy's insane just fucking don't go near Keane don't go near that guy in the superman yeah. dress but then in football it's like oh ready. it's the superman dress yeah. yeah come on here mate come on we won didn't we yeah we won yeah we won yeah fucking say it I don't think they have to talk like that but um well this guy did but then uh, they, they, they I, 
I saw an interview. Yeah, well, well, why would you, why do you assume that everybody's like this guy that I was talking about? He did he talk about like this. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. why did you just push everybody over? I think that's really the, really push everyone over the retarded cliff. Yeah. But I, that was my nickname at school, actually, Retarded <laughs> Cliff. Yeah, when did you change your name from Cliff to Al? But I, um, <laughs> That's a brilliant fucking name, though, Retarded good Cliff. Good band name, actually. That's a good band name, Retarded, retarded Cliff. cliff. Yeah. And then, on the picture, it's just a cliff that looks weird. I mean, really, yeah. so it's just, just brilliant. Retarded. Yeah, it just, it's, it's just a cliff that, you know, nature didn't really That's want. That's our first album. When, it's the wrong kind of cliff. When SFM goes into music. Nature didn't really want. Yeah. yeah. Wow, it's that is up. controversial. He's deep. He is deep. Um, That's what she said. So, and then I saw the interviews afterwards, <laughs> and the interviews are so... They were, they were talking to the goalkeeper, and um, who else were they talking to? Oh... It's quite funny when they interview the Irish team. They're like, so you've done it. You've done it for Ireland. How is it? Uh, it's all right. You know, like the Northern <laughs> English, you know, like... I'm, you, I'm well proud. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've done it for me country. You know, and you're like, okay. But they... Um, so uh, they interviewed the goalkeeper and the defender, Richard Keogh from Derby, um, who actually gave the goal away for Zamora. Do you remember that one when the playoff final... Uh, when he put, um, was it West Ham up? And it was... Um, I don't remember. Yeah. Anyway, they um, they oh, interviewed I, him. I can't know everything. No, but they interviewed him and the goalkeeper. And then Walters came running over and did one of those kind of, hey, lads. And the commentator, he's interviewing the goalkeeper, who's had a brilliant... He, play, he played amazingly against Germany. He kind of looks at the goalkeeper and then he goes, well, the main man's here. And then just... Oh, just blanks the goalkeeper and even Walters is like no it's a team effort and everything and it's like you know so but, um, that's harsh man that's yeah. harsh but tonight Sweden Denmark um, yeah. and uh, the other one Slovenia Ukraine oh yeah it's going to be decided but we think we... Sweden Denmark's a big one what's your predictions uh, I think one all yeah I'll, I'll I'll think actually that as well I, thought, well, I think I think Sweden will score in the first half. I think we'll qualify. I do think. Yeah. so. I just had that feeling. I think I think Sweden will win one 0 I reckon oh. they'll they'll get a goal, defend it, oh, defend it. I don't think we're gonna concede a goal. Uh, no, by the seat of the pants. Not, no, we're not gonna defend concede. it well. We're gonna concede a goal. Maybe it's not Bentner, the superstar striker. I think Bentner's gonna miss a sitter again. It's it's quite funny that uh, f- through the years, uh, Slaten ha- has had. One spat with one Scandinavian, one large Scandinavian. First of all, John Karu, if you remember that Karev, as yeah. you say, in Norway. Uh, what, what was that about? No, Karev said that, yeah, you know, he's a good player, Slatan, but he just does too many tricks. And he was quite young, Slatan, yeah. like that, that he doesn't play simple. And then Slatan said back into his, like, uh, what I could do with, uh, what he can do with a ball, I can do with an orange. Right. Uh, yeah. And then Classic. after that, he had a decent. At that time, Cairo was all right. He played in Villa after that, straight after he went to yeah. Villa. They had a pretty he did, good... He was doing all Very right, good yeah. in Villa for two years under Martin O'Neill when they Quite almost finished fourth. Quite limited player. They finished fourth, yeah, but he had a big guy up front and a lot of uh, quick players around. It was yeah. a tactic he direct. Was at Valencia, wasn't he, as well? Yeah. Pardon? Cairo was at, yeah, was at Valencia. Valencia, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, yeah. yeah. Valencia was... He was pretty good there yeah. and then he came to Aston Villa as well. So so he's had a decent career and then Bentner, of course, had a spat with Slatan years ago as well 
where he kind of said he was better than him. Yeah. And we know where that fuck that went. But do you um, think that's a, a thing of them wanting to be the king of Scandinavia, maybe? I think the thing is, these three players had, I think, similar characteristics in their country. Like when Kakaru broke through in Norway, he wasn't. He was a bit like two on the floor for them. That he was a big player, but from their standards, he was pretty technical as well. Yeah. I mean, he's not the most technical player, but he was all right technical compared to other big kind of target men come out of Scandinavia. Was only big on the head, a good in that. Then Bentner, little same thing. Big. I mean, large big player plays in a big club, Arsenal, and kind of had that. that he's a technical big player, like Berbatov and these kind of that kind yeah, of players. Yeah. I mean, what with the countries. Felt when you look at now, Bentner and Karov has nothing to do with Slatan and Berbatov. I, I always felt that Berbatov and Slatan are very similar kind of players. The big players that can can play with physique, but have immense technique. Because yeah. I, mean, I think Slatan is even better than Berbatov in the physical play. But Berbatov's first touch is one of the best I've seen in the world. Actually, I mm. mean, for for one one two seasons there, the only way we played up the ball out of defense was a long ball to Berbatov. He put it down with one touch. I mean, when he was good, he was brilliant. Mm. Yeah. So, so I think maybe that's similar kind of place. You want to compare them a little bit, uh, especially in Scandinavia. That will happen. Uh, it's natural. I think it's natural. Yeah. But let's hope, um, let's hope Svania do it. Uh, it'll make a better tournament. Uh, the UK have had quite a successful qualifying. Yeah. You've got to feel sorry for Scotland. Um, you know, Northern Ireland, Wales, yeah. England. And Is there any team you think will, will really surprise in the champion in the real tournament? Um, Belgium. Well, I mean, they're, I mean, they're ranked number one in but, FIFA. Is that surprising? But I'm, I've called them. I called them um, quite <laughs> a long ago. time but ago. But you must be impressed I called them that many years ago. Well, you say it's like six years ago. It's like it's, ten. No, no, it's not. <laughs> I remember you calling them when they had the World Cup semi-final. Way before semi-final. the fucking... <laughs> Oh my god! Exactly. They didn't even go to semi-final. I called them way before the World Cup. They, they got beaten by Argentina, didn't they? In the quarterfinals. Yeah. I mean, I called them that way, way before the quarterfinals. I called them '86, oh, uh, '86 World Cup semi-final why against why Argentina. What can't you just, can't you just uh, give me that credit? I remember the England match against the, Belgium when the, uh, what's his name? Who, who was that midfielder? England midfielder. Platt. Platt. David Platt. But do you know? Scored. Do you know why? From I, Gascoigne free kick. Yeah. Do you know why I keep on saying the Belgian thing? Because in the beginning when I said Belgium, he said no. I said like, oh, that plays Belgium, and he had Al had kind of a joke for a year that every time a player was Belgium, he's like, oh, look, he's Belgium, he's Belgium, great team, great. Kind of making fun of me because I said it's going to be a great team, and now they're ranked number one in the world. Suck on that picture. I think you can gonna, call me retarded, Cliff. I think they're, <laughs> I think they're going to fail in the in the I, I, Euros. I really, yeah, cool. I don't, I don't think they're going to they're gonna win. I still think. No, I think they're going to the fail. Tradition miserably. really, really goes far in football. It's weird. It's really weird. But it wouldn't surprise me if France go and win now. Germany. Yeah, you've always, always, always got to look at the Germans. But then I, I do believe that they've had a torrid last tournament. But Spain will. The, Spain, they, they have Spain have got a new. They got a brilliant generation yeah. again. I yeah. mean, yeah. Uh, interesting to see a bit of England. They say the lost generation that there's no like English players that are born between 1982 and 88 in the national team. Kind of, it's just Lamp. It's just uh, Joe Hart and Rooney, and then it's like a missing generation there. Wow. It's it's pretty funny because before that was of course packed with a lot of players with their. Yeah. With the Gerard and Lampard, even Beckham before Skulls. that, Skulls, that generation, Neville brothers and Carragher, 
so it's it's quite interesting that now if we look at it, Hodgson, it's almost like he's not lost it, but he's really trying our players. I mean, yeah. everybody who has had six game decent games in Premier League are called up. I mean, Deli Alia capped, Dyer went up, Mason capped last season. Yeah. These are a couple of Tottenham players who only have one season under the belt. Ings got brought in. And Ings got brought in. I mean, Vardy. Delft I mean, Vardy's came early. done enough. Though. Vardy's done enough, I think. Yeah, Vardy Delft, would have happened before. And Delft came yeah, in no, early he, last season. Yeah. He came in early in the squad. Yeah. I mean, not like after he had a brilliant season early on. So I think he, he's really trying to push out some new players and see see which one of them are good. Uh, I mean, Deli Ali's 19. He's played yeah. he's played 10 games for Spurs, yeah. basically. And he's in national. He's capped already. Dyer has had one decent season and now he's playing central midfield. He's good. I actually mean, played uh, Rooney uh, the other night when they got beat in Spain. Uh, he put him on the bench and there was a big talk that that wasn't... It was a decision that he But won. Kane looked so much better. Yeah. K- K- Kane was the only... Attacking. He's one of our own. Harry Kane. He's one of our own. He scores when he wants. Right. He scores when he wants. We'll end now. Episode 77. This has been a pleasure. Um, look after yourselves. Go and watch a game. And uh, hey, Asvaria. We'll see you very, very soon. We'll see you. We'll talk to you on Thursday. Um, and we'll have all the Premier League, which will include Man City versus Liverpool. It's the return of Raheem Sterling. Yep. And uh, that will be kind of interesting. And uh, we, as you we said, we, now and again, we're starting to have a little guest on the show. Thanks to Brandon last week. It was fun. Uh, if there, if there's like comedians that you listeners feel like, you know what, I would love to have that comedian on the show, please tell us because that that is probably viable for us. I mean, we can't just say who do you want on the show. They'll yeah. come like Blatter and Gascoigne. Would stuff you have Blatter on? Of course, I would have Blatter on. Why? It'd be great. Uh, what do you think? Would you have a go at him? If I would have a go at him, <laughs> I think it would be kind of nice to you know have a. What rec- if you turned out to be a really nice guy? Really? Good, that, uh, then the beating will feel, feel better. It will be like, you know what, I'm beating a nice guy now. Uh, you just record your, you beating him or beating him off? I think it's uh, both, I probably. I mean, the thing is that you can't do that, but I would definitely would love to have him. I would no, love I mean, to have him. We can try, try and bring in other guests other than comedians as well. No, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, it's, uh, but the most realistic well, is What we said, that of course, you can, you can want to have players and stuff like that, but maybe it's not as realistic. No. Easy, I mean, that would be great, but... Uh, comedians definitely if you have any feel there we can always ask you if you have a favourite comic you feel like you know what I would like to have him on the show because I think him or he or she is funny yep please mail us and, and we'll probably try to sort that out and if you want an episode without James Mackay yeah, but you, you can write in as well no actually you should write if you want an episode with James Mackay because otherwise we'll get too many mails yeah, and until we get a mail, I'm I'm leaving the. <laughs> and by the way, we didn't say that James died last week. Uh, we really are sorry. We but just, I am back. We we, we, we realised that me and Al started talking last time. We came into Brandon straight away, and then we didn't mention the yeah. entire pod died. that you weren't. No, that you weren't there. We didn't even mention yeah. it. That was. I'm I'm sorry about that, James. That's actually. all right. No, that was I actually normally, harsh. I normally die within the first minute of a pod when I'm not there. No, actually, it's been a brilliant tradition. Today. Actually, what we'll do from now on is every episode, the number of the episodes, we'll look at that year in football. Great. So next one is episode 78. This has been episode 77. Take care. I'm Retarded Cliff. Brilliant. That's a brilliant I'm idea. James. Nice. That's a brilliant. Yeah.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.